Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the Candlestick Kids is brought to you by Bet Online. All eyes are back on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be your number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use the mobile app and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit, don't forget to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE to receive your bonus. For football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. What up, TTK Potters? Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Scott Glosko. This is another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, of course, streaming live on Believe Podcast Networks, anywhere you listen to your podcast, and also via video on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitch, and Twitter through the Fantasy Focused Networks. Make sure you go check us out, give us a follow, and a like, and a subscribe wherever you're listening to the program. We much, much appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Hope everybody had a wonderful week five. A lot of excitement. Of course, Monday Night Football was an incredible breakdown there. And, of course, a lot of people got last-minute victories from Lamar Jackson. And you had Mark Andrews going off, Hollywood Brown in the second half. Not much, though, from the Ravens' defense. Not much from Justin Tucker. Carson Wentz finally went off. Jonathan Taylor had a big game. Michael Pittman had a big game. Naheem Hines didn't do much, though, and the running backs for the Ravens also didn't do much. So depending on what side of the fence you were on for the Baltimore Ravens and the Indianapolis Colts, it went really well for you last minute or unfortunately could have crushed your team there or you got beat out in the last seconds. Thankfully for me, I had probably the best week of fantasy sports I've ever had, literally. So I had a great weekend. If you tune into our Sunday live show, which we recommend that you do every single Sunday, Tune in to our YouTube channel on Fantasy Focused with the D Fantasy Focused YouTube channel. You can check out all the Fantasy Focused guys, the TCK guys. We're bringing some guests from time to time as well. We got a panel of about four to six people every single Sunday, three hours before kickoff. You can come and find us on six, uh, let's see, seven to 10 a.m. Pacific time and 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. And we break down all of your start set questions every single Sunday morning before kickoff. Well, I was off this weekend. If you tuned in uh, and you didn't see me there, the reason I was gone is because uh, the lady had a birthday this week, a monumental birthday, and uh, we surprised her out on the Oregon coast, had a wonderful weekend with some friends, and um, we just stayed out at the coast, got a nice dinner, had a bonfire on the beach, and uh, got out of the house, which we haven't done much lately. And uh, she just got to break away. She's been working super hard at work, got her promotion at work, and uh, we celebrated her birthday as well. So I took the day off on Sunday, and I had to catch up on football Sunday night and Monday. Well, I was happy to come back to my teams on Sunday and Monday and find out that my teams had gone 8-0. and And I don't talk about my rosters very often. We don't talk about our teams. I'm not really gloating here. I'm just excited that it went down this way because we work very hard on this program to bring you all the best advice we possibly can. And therefore, of course, we take our own advice and each other's advice. And I just wanted you to know that this week in particular, it went really well for myself and hopefully many of the TCK potters that listen up and play DFS or in season long leagues or in dynasty that took her advice. I'm in eight leagues this year. Some are redraft, some are dynasty. I'm in a guillotine league as well. If you haven't played guillotine leagues before, Super fun. I highly recommend you get into it. Basically, the lowest scoring team in the league every week is eliminated. All of those players go into the player pool and the waivers the next week. So every week, you never know who star players are going to be in that. But it's a lot of fun. I survived another week there. But I went 8-0 and in my eight leagues this week. Huge. I'm 5-0 and in two different leagues. And I'm 3-2 and or 4-1 and in all other leagues. 
So as of right now, week going into week six, I'm above 500 in every single league I play in. I'm undefeated in two of them. I'm four and one in three of them, and then I'm three and two in three others. So I'm feeling really good about my my stance right now and where I lean. Of course, it's a much much longer season, though. Of course, so I'm not putting on my you know counting on my uh, fish in a barrel just yet. But on top of that, I also doubled my money on Thursday night football on Sunday night football and Monday night football through DFS as well. So that felt great. I survived that guillotine league, as I mentioned to you. I also put in my NFL survivor pool pick this week on the Patriots over the Houston Texans. And that worked out too. Now you might think like, well, you just pick the team against the Texans every week. Well, yes, so far they've only won one game against, you know, Jacksonville opening up the season, but they played the Patriots quite well and had chances to win that game. So I was sweating it out, but it worked out. So I went 8-0 in my leagues. I doubled up in three different DFS lineups over the weekend. I survived my guillotine league, and I survived my NFL survivor pool. Um, I'm just stoked. It, it's been a fun It's been a fun weekend. Uh, I had a great time out on the coast. I'm back. I appreciate the boys stepping it up in my absence. Uh, you got a little extra Jordan this weekend, of course. Bobby Levy and Bucky throwing it down as well. So I appreciate everybody standing by, and uh, we're going to get into the week six waiver wire pickups. I also have a couple guys that uh, you might not be thinking about anymore because they've been on IR for quite a while. You may be able to find them on your waivers too. Bigger names, so you know, available in lower percentage leagues. However, you might want to just take a look and see if these names are available. Stash them on your IR. They should be coming back soon. And, of course, I have a player who you should trade for and a player to trade away based on the future and the previous couple of weeks. Appreciate everybody tuning in here. We got C-Dog coming in with a quick question. I just traded CEH for Hunt. Is that a W? Absolutely. CEH now on the IR. He's going to be out at least the next three weeks. Kareem Hunt currently the PPR running back five in fantasy football. Yes, that's a smash. Assuming <laughs> assuming you got Hunt in this deal. I just traded CEH for Hunt. Makes me think that you got um, hunt in this deal. If you did, that's a smash. If you got CEH, unfortunately, I think you lost on that one. C-Dog, I appreciate you tuning in. Anybody else on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, or YouTube that are tuning in right now, feel free to drop any quake, excuse me, trade questions or uh, waiver pickup questions, and I'll get to as many as I can. Rolling solo today. This is episode 470 of the TCK. C-Dog did get Hunt. Got it. Yo, man, you crushed. That's a great pickup there. Well done on that one. Okay, let's get into this right now. I'm going to give you my top waiver pickups. Of course, I use the Fantasy Pros consensus list, and they list out, I mean, like 50 names. I'm not going to go through all these names. They list out a ton of names at all different positions. I'm going to give you my top picks and kind of run through their list, let you know how I feel about those guys, and then give you my top list here per position. So buckle up, episode 470, coming at you, rolling solo here, Sky of the TCK Pod. Again, if you are new to the channel, make sure to also subscribe and help us out there. We much, much appreciate it and get at us with uh, any likes and follows and make sure to uh, spread the word as well. All right, let's get into this list here. Number one, and I'm going to go kind of all over the board with uh, positions all over the board here. My number one pickup if you need a wide receiver. So this is going to be obviously position needy. If you need a wide receiver, it's Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony is only available, or he's excuse me, he's only managed in 14% of leagues. So Kadarius Tony stepped up big with Galladay and Shepard out and Slayton out. And Evan Ingram is not uh reliable. Saquon Barkley now looks to have a high ankle sprain. Uh, could be out for significant time as well. Even if he comes back off of that, I don't expect him to be uh, manageable right away. The only concern with Kadarius Tony is going to be if Daniel Jones is out with a concussion for a significant amount of time, what do we get from Mike Glennon? If Kadarius Tony is that guy, he finally got that squeaky wheel game we were looking at. Doesn't have a bye week until week 10, so you can ride him the next four weeks. Kadarius Tony is my number one wide receiver. A couple guys behind him at wide receiver, Rondale Moore of the Cardinals, Hunter Renfro, although I'm worried about the Raiders now with all this John Gruden situation, how that's going to affect Derek Carr. You have Rashad Bateman, 
again, yet to do much uh, or play for the Ravens, but he is ready to go and eligible so he could step up anytime, be ahead of that curve. Amon Ross St. Brown for the Lions, stepping up here with Quintez Cephas, uh, having a uh, collarbone fracture. He'll be done. T.Y. Hilton looking to come back as well. Nicole Hardman, Jamison Crowder, Curtis Samuels injured now, but might be a stash. And Mark was Callaway, your top 10 wide receivers. But my order would be Kadarius Toney. And then I'm going to be looking at Rashad Bateman from the Ravens. And then I'm on Ross St. Brown for the Lions. And then I would go with Rondale Moore and Hunter Renfro to round out my top five. Okay, let's go to the running backs here. Daryl Williams of the Kansas City Chiefs. Unfortunately, CEH, as we're talking about here in the chat, CEH just went down on the uh, IR recently, unfortunately. Daryl Williams came in, got the goal line work, snuck in for a one-yard touchdown. We always want the running back in high-powered offenses. It had been CEH and Daryl Williams splitting time. Now Daryl Williams is that guy. He is my number one waiver claim at the running back position. After that, we also like Devontae Booker. Not a name that a lot of fantasy managers are aware of, probably, unless you've been playing for the last couple of years because he's always been a backup third stringer. He was with the Raiders for a long time, now with the Giants. He's the backup to Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley going to be out for a little bit. Devontae Booker only managed in 5% of leagues, so he's on every single waiver wire, most likely 95% availability there. Let's not forget, last year, Wayne Gallman came in for Saquon Barkley for six-game stretch, six touchdowns for Wayne Gallman. Jason Garrett likes to run the ball in the red zone. We like that for Devontae Booker. He did play well with the Raiders over the years, the Broncos as well early in his career. So look at Devontae Booker as well. He's not going to be as popular, so I'm not even sure you need to really spend up for him. I would just throw a couple of bucks. That way, if you don't get Daryl Williams, then maybe just fall into Devontae Booker for much cheaper and save your fab. But Devontae Booker could see a lot of work as well again if Glennon can't get it done passing and Daniel Jones is out for a while, they might lean on the run as well. Could be Devontae Booker there. Then we have Khalil Herbert. Now, Khalil Herbert's already on all of my rosters. Two weeks ago, when David Montgomery went down, I had mentioned that Khalil Herbert was the guy I wanted to come in. Now, of course, Damian Williams was the guy that everyone, everybody went to pick up. And, you know, rightfully so. Um, had a great week this week. He's a receiving back, caught a touchdown, whatever. Uh, Khalil Herbert, though, the rookie from Virginia Tech, he is the one that I kind of passed all my waiver claims on Damian Williams, and I just waited for everything to clear, and I picked up Khalil Herbert in almost all my leagues for free. Now, again, he's only 12% managed as well, so 88% availability here for Khalil Herbert. He's the guy that I want in Chicago. Damian Williams is going to be fine. Khalil Herbert, though, took over in the second half. The Bears were running it, so they were able to look at the rookie and see what they had. He did very well. And honestly, again, I, I feel like if they're able to control some game clock with Justin Fields getting more accurate, excuse me, equated to the system here, I think they're going to do much better. So I like Khalil Herbert, and he is a guy I'm willing to stash. Bye weeks come up this week. All right, we're going to talk about that in our game recaps and preview episodes, but bye weeks are officially upon us this week in week six. So Khalil Herbert is a guy that I want, A, as the Damian Williams handcuff now as we wait for DeMont, but also as a guy that I could just play as a flex, even if Damian Williams is healthy, um, as bye weeks come up here. So look at Khalil Herbert here, who you might as well uh, just pick up for cheap and stash and only 12% managed. After that, Ramondre Stevenson. Now, the running backs for the Patriots are always a mess, but James White is out for the season, right? J.J. Taylor's done okay, but he's not that guy. Brandon Bolden has done okay, but he's a special teamer. He's not that guy. Then you have, you know, Damian Harris, who went down in this game. Ramondre Stevenson could, could be the quote-unquote bell cow, which, of course, they're going to use multiple backs, but if he's that lead back, and he's going to get a little bit of passing work. I like Ramondre Stevenson. Again, tore up preseason. I know it's preseason, but it matters so much more when it's a rookie. When a rookie tears up preseason, you're like, okay, I'm paying attention, right? When a five-year veteran tears up preseason, you're kind of like, eh, okay, dude. Like, we haven't seen it in real time, so I'm not taking that much with a grain of salt. When a rookie tears up preseason, you're like, okay, this kid just needs to get his opportunity. Well, now he's getting his opportunity. Ramondre Stevenson for the Patriots. He is the number 10 overall waiver player for fantasy pros. He's going to be my third running back 
Oh, and overall, one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh player overall for me personally. The Patriots do not have a buy until week 14. They have the latest buy this year. All right. So Ramondre Stevenson, depending on what happens with Damian Harris and everybody else, he may get some more work. And if he comes in and he plays well, he could carve out a role. You know, Bill doesn't mess around. If Ramondre Stevenson comes in and starts to dominate, then Ramondre Stevenson's going to be that guy moving forward. He's only managed in six and a half percent of leagues. You can go get him at 94% availability. Ramondre Stevenson is that guy for me. And I'm going to throw out a tight end at you real quick. Two of them. First one, another Patriot, Hunter Henry. It's not Jonu Smith, folks. And I hate to say this, and I'm not sure why the Patriots paid all that money to go get Jonu Smith first and then get Hunter Henry, but it's just not him, right? He's he's had struggles running routes. He's had struggle blocking. He's had dropped in passes. Um, Hunter Henry is that guy with Mac Jones. Has been for the last two weeks. Dominated. Caught a touchdown this week. He's the one getting the targets, the receptions, and the looks in the red zone. Hunter Henry is the one that you want. Everybody's still sprung on Jonu Smith. It's Hunter Henry for me. Available in about 60% of leagues still. So, Unlikely he's available, but if you're in a single quarterback or excuse me, single tight end league, which you should be, uh, 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 redraft leagues are mostly single quarter or tight end, and it's not tight end premium, then he might still be available. Dynasty leagues, probably not. But if you're in a redraft league, go look for Hunter Henry on the Patriots. And the other guy is going to be Dan Arnold. And I know we brought this up when he was with the Panthers earlier on this season, got traded to the Jaguars, if you missed that, but comes in and right away starts getting targeted from uh, Trevor Lawrence. So if they're going to have that guy, it was James O'Shaughnessy early in the season, right? Bobby was a James O'Shaughnessy guy, and it was kind of a joke, but he was the guy getting the work, right? He goes down. They bring in Dan Arnold. He's immediately part of that offense. I like that a lot. Those trends on those players helps tremendously. So look at Dan Arnold. Look for Hunter Henry first as well. Now, another couple names here that uh, I just want to mention quickly. I'm not going to dive into all these names. We went over my top 10 wide receivers. But running backs as well will go down the list here. I mentioned Daryl Williams, Devontae Booker, and Khalil Herbert. Also, look at Samaje Pirine playing pretty well for the Bengals. It's going to be Joe Mixon when he's healthy, but Samaje Pirine scoring touchdowns, looking pretty well here. Just keep an eye on him. I'm not really convinced necessarily, and uh, I think it's kind of fool's gold. But if you need, if you're just devastated running back or you need a guy for bye weeks, look at Samaje Pirine. He might be a spot fill for you. And then further down the list here, you can look at Jarek McKinnon. Now, he's been out the last couple of years with injuries, but he's now with the Chiefs. CEH goes out. Daryl Williams, if he goes down, it would be Jarek McKinnon. So if you're looking for that, like, handcuff, look, he's available in one – or excuse me, he's taken up in 1% of league, available in 99% of leagues, folks, Jarek McKinnon. So he's widely available, obviously. Going down the list here, Mark Ingram from Houston, just because he's that lead back there. You could also look at Brandon Bolden, who might be the pass catcher for New England. And – uh, as we keep going, Ty Montgomery um, backing up Alvin Kamara there uh, with Tony Jones out in New Orleans. So those are your running backs. A couple of tight ends. I had mentioned Hunter Henry and Dan Arnold. We can go a little bit further here. Evan Ingram from the Giants. We mention him all the time. I just am not going to feel it. Now with, with Glennon, he might get more work. It's just about him catching the passes. The big name a lot of people are going to go after that I would caution you on is David Njoku of the Browns. Now. He's only managed in 2.5% of leagues, so he's available in 97% of leagues. Huge game, career day, over 130 yards, touchdowns. David Njoku should be that number one, but they also have Austin Hooper, right? And they have uh, Harrison Bryant as well, the rookie last year. So I, I I just really can't wait for David Njoku to go to another team that's going to feature him like the Browns did um, on Sunday, Odell can't get linked up with Baker Mayfield. Jarvis Landry is still out. So David Njoku might have just sold himself to hopefully, you know, selling his qualities to potentially get picked up at the at the trade deadline. That's what we want. We want David Njoku to get picked up uh, with um, the trade deadline uh, approaching in a couple of weeks. So that would be best case scenario for David Njoku to get traded away, potentially to get picked up here. Um, but until he does that, I'm going to pass. I think a lot of people looking for streaming tight ends are going to spend a lot of fab on David Njoku. I do not recommend that you do that. Now, if he's available and clears waivers, then go ahead and pick him up. 
uh, because any tight end that has any featured role is good for fantasy. Might throw a, you know throw a couple bucks on him. I mean, if you still have 70, 80% of your fab at this point in the season, you know, throw you know four, five, six bucks um on David and Joku just to get him on your roster. But I would not go spending 20, 30% of your fab that I think a lot of people are going to do. So there's your tight ends and then DSTs this week. Now, DSTs are tough, but some DSTs that might be available. Of course, you have to look out for the Rams. I doubt they're available, but DSTs get get dropped and picked up so often that even the great DSTs get dropped sometimes when they have a bad matchup and people might have dropped them uh, when they had Seattle come into town last week. So look for the Rams. They get the Giants. All right. Even if it's Daniel Jones, I love the turnover upside without Saquon Barkley. Now they get Mike Lennon. Yikes. The Rams are far and away the number one. Steelers get Seattle without Russell Wilson. Take a look there. A couple others that might be more reasonable on your waivers. The Denver Broncos versus the Raiders. Again, I think the Raiders are going to be in trouble here for the first week or two without John Gruden. Um, I'm not going to talk about the situation right now. If you're unaware, essentially, John Gruden had um, some very unfortunate uh, and derogatory emails uh, resurface from 10 plus years ago. He was essentially going to be fired from the team, I think. And so he, quote unquote, resigned. Uh, but either way, he was um, about to leave. Mark Davis wasn't going to put up for that. Um, and so John Gruden, no longer the coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. If you missed this weekend for some some reason or uh, you just didn't catch games over the weekend, that might be um, shocking news to you. Uh, kind of broke um, you know, early Monday and through Monday Night Football. So you may not be aware if you're not. John Gruden is no longer the head coach of the Raiders. I'll let you do your own research as to why I'm not going to get into that. But because of that, I think Derek Carr is going to have trouble. They had a very close relationship. I think this is going to bother him a little bit. And let's be honest, the Broncos secondary is phenomenal. This game's in Mile High Stadium in Denver. I think the Raiders are going to be in trouble. I like the Broncos as a streaming option. I like the Colts versus Houston. They held the Ravens in check for the first half. Lamar, of course, goes nuclear in the second half. But the Colts were dominating the Ravens, a good offense, obviously, in the first half there. They just let go of the reins. I think they'd be able to keep the uh, uh, Texans in check at home. And then you have the Bengals against the Lions. I like anybody against Jared Goff and the Bengals play pretty well as a unit there. And then the Packers against the Bears and still Justin Fields making mistakes. I like that in, the, in a rivalry game. Those are a couple of the DSTs. I'd be interested in wavering as well. If you're looking for a kicker, maybe you look at Brandon McManus, uh, Chase McLaughlin. Um, you know, you could be looking at maybe uh, Jason Sanders, Nick Folk, um, Mason Crosby coming off a dud game there. So those are some of the kickers that might be available as well. And I will tell you this, this is ridiculous. But if people like hate drop guys like Daniel Carlson of the Raiders who only had a field goal this week, or um, let's say uh, Justin Tucker, even who only had three points this week. If they drop them out of spite and pick up somebody else like to stream, absolutely pick up those two kickers. If you play in leagues with kickers, you want the best ones on great offenses and especially offenses that sputter in the red zone, like the Raiders and sometimes the Ravens as well. Daniel Carlson and, Justin Tucker are two guys I would be looking for as well. Okay, we're starting to have some uh, questions come through in the chat. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Thank you very much. Again, I'm rolling solo today. If you're just tuning on, this is Sky Guasco of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast streaming live on the Fantasy Focused Networks. I see a lot of your questions coming through. I will get to all of your questions, I promise. So feel free to continue to pile them on here. I'm going to finish the rest of this episode, though, and then uh, I will get to those at the end. So if you have any um, you know, trade questions, I see a lot of trade questions. What to do with certain players. Certain players are bombing. Certain players are starting to blow up. Feel free to drop those in here right now. Take another maybe 10 or 15 minutes on the rest of this episode, and then I will get to those. Before I transition into a couple more waiver wire pickups that might be a good look for you, that might be uh, stashes for your IR, and then a trade candidate and somebody to maybe trade away, I want to take uh, some quick time for a new sponsor, and I want to just take a second away to give a shout-out to our new sponsor, Carafactor. So stay tuned. Hair loss. There are many options out there for treating it. However, most products treat the cause, such as DHT, and don't do much to support the growth of new and stronger hair. 
It's like removing harmful weeds from your lawn, but not doing much to fertilize the grass. At Carefactor, we saw this problem and focused our research on finding just the right combination of biosynthetic growth factors and innovative delivery system to promote fuller, stronger looking hair. So whether you're a customer who suffers from various forms of alopecia or even stress-related hair loss, the Carefactor treatment is the perfect scalp-friendly solution that can help influence stronger and healthy hair throughout all stages of the hair life cycle. And now, exclusively for TCK listeners, use the promo code TCK at checkout to get 15% off all products at shop.mycarafactor.com. That's shop.mycarafactor.com. Carafactor, skincare for hair. All right, let's get back to the waiver wire pickups here. Again, these are going to be some guys that might be... Uh, highly managed i would imagine these these are, are going to be uh, tough sells under waiver wire however some of them haven't even played yet some of them played one game some played two and they were injured if you have a low roster in your leagues or you don't have ir slots for some reason which you should i most of my leagues have three so you should at least have one these players might be on your waiver wires they are hopefully coming back in the next couple of weeks keep an eye out for the following names I would have to, I would search them because they're not going to come up into projected point totals. So search these names. Jerry Judy of the Denver Broncos set to come back in week six. That would be this week. We'll catch uh, you know keep an eye on his practice report. See if he does come back. Nonetheless, I would get ahead of the curve and pick up Jerry Judy. Jeff Wilson originally set to come in about week eight. The 49ers are on a bye this week, so you can't play him anyway. Even if you played, I don't know that he comes by week seven but he could come back in week eight. The Niners need help at running back, as we know. Go ahead and pick up Jeff Wilson and Stash. Jarvis Landry been out the last couple of weeks. The Browns passing game, just not the same without Jarvis Landry. I do like him. We'll see what happens to OBJ and Landry in the same time. But Jarvis Landry might be available as well, especially in PPR leagues, of course. Also, take a look for Tua. Tua Tungavailoa, who's been out for a couple of weeks as well. Might be coming back here. For the Miami Dolphins. Now, Jacoby Brissett's done an admirable job. They have kind of kept that offense alive for fantasy football, but I think Tua is better overall for the offense. I'm not super thrilled for this offense in general. I mean, Waddle's been fun for PPR. Devontae Parker's been a good flex. Will Fuller, you played once and he got injured. Miles Gaskin finally woke up, but I can't trust him. Mike Kosicki's been the only steady one, but he's frustrating at tight end. So I'm not going crazy for Tua or this offense in general, but I do think Tua is better overall for the Dolphins offense so keep an eye on him especially in super flex options or two QB leagues if maybe he was dropped because he was out for a while him and Ryan Fitzpatrick could be coming back and you always need a uh, quarterback keep an eye on Tyrod Taylor as well he might come back and get his job back but they might roll with Davis Mills in Houston but Tua is a guy I'm looking for along with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tyrod Taylor then a couple of tight ends Highly unlikely that they got dropped, but it's always worth searching their name in your leagues, look to see if they're available, and scoop them up right away. The first one is Rob Gronkowski, and I know it's crazy to think that he would be dropped at this point as basically a top three tight end in points per game, but he's been out two weeks, right? Fantasy moves quickly. You have the new hotness with David and Joku and, and things like that. If Gronk is still going to be injured, people might drop a guy like Rob Gronkowski or George Kittle to go get a David Njoku after that new hotness, right? It's always recency bias. I would be looking for Rob Gronkowski and George Kittle. Now, George Kittle might be dropped for a couple reasons. A, he's hurt and he's on the IR, so he's out for a couple weeks. Also, the Niners are on a bye, so people might have to just clear out their lineups in general to fill up spots. If George Kittle's available, go pick him up. I know he hasn't been George Kittle that we've all wanted for the last couple seasons. The point is he's still tight end six in points per game. And he is able to be George Kittle any given week. And you need that tight end that can splash because after the big five or six or seven, other than the random streamer, nobody sees coming like David and Joku this week. You don't know who to predict. So George Kittle, somebody that is a set it and forget it in your lineup. And that is a luxury in fantasy uh, positions when you're able to do that at tight end position. So take a look for Kittle, Gronkowski, Tua Valoa, Jarvis Landry, Jeff Wilson, and Jerry Judy along with a couple other guys. T.Y. Hilton has been on IR. You have Rashad Bateman, who's been out as well. There's a couple other guys too. So keep an eye on those guys set to return that may have been dropped off of their roster that have big uh, name value and hopefully uh, player positioning.
those are some of the waiver wire ads on the IR position that I will uh, be looking for in all of my lineups, and I hope you do too for all of your teams. I'm going to get into a trade target and a trade away target as well in just a second. But first, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Jersey Jungle. The Jersey Jungle on Instagram is the place where you can find all of your authentic jerseys. Any sport, folks, playoff baseball is happening. We got basketball kicking up. We got hockey. We got football, of course, midseason form. We got college football, if you want that, right? WNBA playoffs are happening right now. They have world soccer uh, jerseys as well. Go to the Jersey Jungle on Instagram, the Jersey Jungle on Instagram. My man Trenton will take care of you. Tell him I sent you. Use the promo code TCK. So basically, you you hit up Trenton on, on Instagram, the Jersey Jungle. Hit him up. Send him a message. Hey, man, what's up? I listen to Sky's Pod with the TCK. I'm looking for a Jerry Judy jersey. I'm looking for, you know, uh, maybe a Kadarius Tony jersey. Um, I'm looking for somebody else, right? High-profile Patrick Mahomes, whatever it is. A new rookie, Najee Harris, number three in PPR, running back right now. I'm looking for that jersey. What do you got in stock? Show me your colors. Show me the, the forms of those jersey you have, the retros and home and away. He will send you back pictures of what he's got available. You can holler at him and hit up a jersey for like 60 bucks, 50, 60 bucks. The same jersey is going to be $120, $150 on NFL.com, MLB.com, NBA, and NHL.com. These are $50, $60 jerseys from the Jersey Jungle. Use the promo code TCK. Let them know why he sent you. 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three. And a quick reminder, catch us every single Sunday morning from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., Pacific Time, streaming right here live on YouTube. We're also streaming on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter, but YouTube is where you can use the Super Chat feature. If you make a contribution to our channel, then you skip the line with your question. We get hundreds of questions every Sunday morning. If you have a start sit or a roster set up or you're trying to stream somebody or pick someone up late off of wires or make a trade last minute Sunday morning, and you need to hear that answer immediately versus wait for us to catch up on the feed for about 20, 30 minutes, you can make a contribution to us via the Super Chat feature on YouTube. If you don't have a YouTube channel already, you can set one up via your Gmail account. It takes five seconds. Watch us on YouTube. If you're on Twitch, Facebook, or Twitter, you can also make a contribution and skip the line as well by sending us a Venmo contribution at TCKPod, at TCKPOD on Venmo, and you can send us... Whatever your contribution will be, a dollar, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever you feel it's worth, we appreciate your contributions. And we will get your question on air right away and we'll hit you in real time. So again, hit us up Sunday mornings live for our start sit stream right here on YouTube, preferably, but we're also going to be on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. And you can hit us up on Venmo as well at TCK pod, TCK POD on Venmo. All right, once again, if you're dropping into the comments here with any questions, I'm going to get to those in just a few minutes. But before I do that, I want to give you my trade away player and my trade for player. If you're on YouTube, you can see on the screen here, I have two names. If you're on the podcast, we have two wide receivers for my pick today. My trade for player, the player I want to trade for, is Deontay Johnson of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This guy was highly drafted anyway. He should be on all of your lineups. He's on as many teams as I could find him. But he's the wide receiver 21 right now. Now he missed a game. So he's wide receiver 21 in PPR overall, but he's wide receiver 12 in points per game. Always look at fantasy points per game, not just total points. Because total points is totally thrown off if these guys miss a game. Two, three, four. By the time we get to week 10, week 12, week 15, you're going to have players all over the map who have missed two, three, four games. They might be wide receiver 48 in total points. They might be wide receiver six in PPR points per game, right? So Deontay Johnson's that guy for me. Wide receiver 21 overall in PPR. Wide receiver 12 in points per game right now. He's had double-digit targets in every game this year except for this last week. He only had two against the Broncos, right? But he caught both of those for 72 yards and a touchdown. Deontay Johnson is clearly the number one look. And now they lose Juju Schuster effectively for the season after he's going to have, I think, season-ending injury on a dislocated shoulder. They say he's going to be out about four months, right? That takes us, we're in October, November, October, November, December, January. 
that's the end of the season if the Steelers don't make a deep run in the playoffs, right? Which I don't see them doing. So effectively, Juju is out for the season with the dislocated shoulder surgery. Deontay Johnson is now going to get more work and Najee Harris, who's already running back number three in fantasy football. He's going to get more short area work as well. He has at least 15 PPR fantasy points every game this season. Deontay Johnson does. So when he plays, he's getting double digit targets, 15 PPR fantasy points per game, and he has touchdown upside. Listen to the schedule. Seattle Seahawks coming up this week. Then they have a bye week, so you can't play them there, obviously. At the Browns, who have been getting shredded lately. At the or Versus the Bears at home. Versus the Lions at home. And then he's got the Chargers on the road. I don't like that one. That's the next five games. But the Seahawks, the Browns, the Bears, and the Lions, those are all very plus games for this offense. Also, those all have decent offenses that should be putting up points, in which case the Steelers will then have to keep up and throw the ball. So I like that a lot. Go get Deontay Johnson. A player I would personally be willing to trade away and get Deontay Johnson, who has probably more street cred, is Tyler Lockett. Now, preseason, I was a DK guy over Tyler Lockett. First two weeks of the season, blew up in my face, obviously. Tyler Lockett was unbelievable. 26 fantasy points in week one, 32 fantasy points in week two. But it's been DK Metcalf since. Russell Wilson is now out, okay? He's going to be out for a number of weeks with a dislocated finger. Some reports are three to six. Some reports are four to eight. Nonetheless, he's going to be out for the next couple of weeks minimum. Okay. Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson have a mind meld when it comes to deep passes, right? Tyler Lockett should have had a much, much bigger game on Thursday night, but they, they didn't connect on what would have been about a 60 plus yard touchdown, right? Tyler Lockett right now is the wide receiver 13 in PPR, but this is important. The last three weeks for Tyler Lockett, seven PPR fantasy points, six PPR fantasy points, 11 PPR fantasy points, okay? He had more fantasy points in week one and week two individually than he did total in the last three weeks combined. It's been DK Metcalf. Geno Smith came in, the journeyman, right, with the Jets forever. Now he's with the Seahawks. Russell Wilson never misses time. He's never missed a start, Russell Wilson's career. He's going to miss time, at least a month probably. DK Metcalf was really that solid number one look for Geno Smith. He caught a touchdown after Geno Smith came in. So DK, I think, is going to remain to be that number one and grow into further number one. Tyler Lockett, still dominant, still can catch a deep pass, still going to be boomer bust for you. But he's not a guy I'm going to rely on with Russell Wilson out. Also, I just mentioned Deontay Johnson's cush schedule, Seahawks, Browns, Bears, and Lions before the Chargers. Coming up for Tyler Lockett at Pittsburgh, Seattle Seahawks could have to go all the way across the country to Pittsburgh. I don't like that. I know the Steelers haven't been as crazy scary, but with Geno Smith, that pass rush, and they have to uh, have a road game here for for, uh, the West Coast team going east. I don't like that at all. Then they get the Saints. Marshawn Lattimore, probably going to go to DK, but what if he goes to Lockett? I don't like that at all. Jacksonville, I do like that's a plus, obviously. And then you get a bye. So I'm not confident starting Tyler Lockett until Jacksonville, but then I got a bye week right after that, right? I'd rather swap Tyler Lockett right now, sell hopefully on name brand, go get Deontay Johnson, who is also just as dominant, and I think more so, but it's like Big Ben and getting old, we're worried about that, blah, 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 the Steelers, yada, yada. And look, the quick selling point is Deontay Johnson's wide receiver 21, Tyler Lockett's wide receiver 13. That's just facts, right? But you look at point. Oh, excuse me. Hit my microphone. I apologize. But if you look at points per game, then uh, Deontay Johnson obviously takes that lead there, right? So if I had any audio issues or flub ups after this remainder of the episode, I apologize. I just got excited with my hands. I'm, I'm Italian AF and uh, talk with my hands a lot, and I might have hit the hit the microphone and, and buzzed it out. I uh, apologize for that. So go trade for Deontay Johnson of the Steelers with Juju out. Go trade away Tyler Lockett of the Seattle Seahawks with Russell Wilson out. Okay, that wraps up the week five heading into week six waiver wire pickups. Again, a quick blast of names and no or in a particular order. Kadarius Toney of the Giants, Daryl Williams of the Chiefs, Hunter Henry of the Patriots, Devontae Booker of the Giants, Khalil Herbert of the Bears, Rashad Bateman of the Ravens, Ramondish Stevenson of the Patriots, Dan Arnold for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then Amon Ross St. Brown of the Detroit Lions. 
are going to be my top waiver pickups. Also, you can look at Rondale Moore, Hunter Renfro, Samaje Pirine, T.Y. Hilton, Tyler Heineke, and some other names I mentioned to look at, but you have to search their name and then put them on your IR. Wait a couple more weeks. Jerry Judy, Jeff Wilson, Jarvis Landry, Tua Tungavaloa, Rob Gronkowski, and George Kittle. I know it sounds crazy, but keep an eye on that and the players that get dropped when other players get picked up, right? The players that get dropped are just as important to look at as the players who are getting picked up. So go take a look. All right, now let's transition quickly before I get out of here and let's get into some listener feedback here. I'll spend just a couple of minutes on this. We got to Sea Dog earlier, but if y'all missed it, just traded CEH for Hunt. Is that a W? Absolutely. That's a W. CEH on IR. Kareem Hunt, number five in PPR right now. Slide chiming in there. Hunt is a top five running back in fantasy football right now. Correct. Sea Dog also curious about Adam Thielen. Look, Adam Thielen has touchdown upside. Okay. He's going to be targeted in the red zone, but it's Dalvin Cook and obviously Alexander Madison has finally been that handcuff we've all been waiting for. So I hope you picked him up in all your leagues. I have him in all my leagues. Would I have uh, Cook? So I just took Cook, swapped him out for Madison. Boom. I replaced that 20 plus, 30 plus fantasy points, depending on your roster slot there. They're just, you know, it's it's just not a high powered offense. They're efficient. They score touchdowns, but it's going to be Justin Jefferson and it's going to be the running game. Uh, for the Vikings, I would not super panic about Adam Thielen. He's a wide receiver three weekly with wide receiver two upside, obviously, and the occasional blow up game. I would hang on to Adam Thielen or go ahead and go try to trade away, but I don't know what you're going to get until he has another big boom game. Let's move on here to Kenny from YouTube. Should I trade Miles Gaskett for Michael Thomas full PPR? Kenny, assuming you have extra running backs, if Miles Gaskin is your like have to be RB2, unfortunately I wouldn't do it if you've been listening to the show at all this summer or this season I'm not high on Miles Gaskin this would be the week to capitalize on Miles Gaskin I would do that now Miles Gaskin's your running back three running back four maybe you got lucky and your guys are staying healthy um, maybe he's a flex play for you uh, maybe you only play one running back and you don't need Miles Gaskin most weeks then if you can afford to get rid of Miles Gaskin and you're good at running back and if you're a little bit skinny at wide receiver and you can wait out the IR slot for my, uh, Michael Thomas in PPR, yes, I would do that. I would do that. The Saints have nobody outside of Alvin Kamara. Nobody. You know, Marcus Callaway caught an accidental Hail Mary, whatever. Traquan Smith has been out. Jameis has been up and down. Jawan Johnson and uh, has been okay as a tight end, but he's touchdown or bust. Michael Thomas has to be that guy. The question is, I don't want to get too too far on a soapbox here. I do think, and I made a prediction earlier this season before everything went down with the Saints, I think they might trade Michael Thomas. I, I don't have any evidence on that. Do not quote me on that and don't think that they will necessarily and not make this trade. I would trade Miles Gaskin for Michael Thomas, so go ahead and do it. But I just have a gut feeling the way that Sean Payton and, and Michael Thomas and management aren't getting a, along and Jameis Winston hit or miss. I could just, I don't know how they sell him off of an injury like that and they trade him away, but man, if, if, if that happens, I think it's almost better for Michael Thomas, to be honest with you. Um, but we'll see what happens. So I don't want to get too far in a, a, a landslide on that, but consider it potentially. So Michael Thomas for Miles Gaskin. Yes, I would do that. Do I like Dawson Knox? What up, Beach? Coming in from Twitch. Yes. How do you not like Dawson Knox? Over 100 yards and a touchdown this week, two touchdowns last week. Look, I know it sounds ridiculous, right? But every single year, every single, we're going to do it next year. We're going to do it the year after that. Rando names who everybody's like, oh, Dawson Knox is my preseason tight end, you know, 29 on the season because the Bills don't use the tight end and he hasn't really shown much and blah, blah, blah. Every single year for the last six, seven years, we've had guys, Zach Ertz, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, uh, Darren Waller, right? You have guys always popping up every single year that are not the hotness coming into the season. And then they blow up, especially especially a tight end position, right? He's just that guy, right? Dalton Schultz is that guy. Like, enjoy it while it lasts. Now, do I expect Dawson Knox to catch, you know, eight balls for 80 yards and a touchdown every week? Obviously not, right? But the Bills are the most dominant team in the NFL right now. Most dominant on offense, most dominant on defense, most dominant in special teams, most dominant coaching, 
and they're beating the best teams in the NFL. They had a hiccup against Pittsburgh week one. We're throwing that out, right? They play them again today. The Bills shut out the Steelers, I guarantee you, right? They have two shutouts on the year already, okay? I would absolutely ride the Dawson Knox train. If he's on waivers, go pick him up. I should have put him on my list, but now he's pretty much not even available. If he's somehow on your waivers, go get him. Do I like Dawson Knox? The short answer is absolutely. Would I trade for him? Depends what you're doing. Because when you're trading for streaming tight ends, you don't want to do much. But like, you know, Dallas Goddard just went down. So now Zach Ertz is going to be a thing again, right? You have to play the weekly roulette at tight end um, when you're streaming. But do I like him? Absolutely. Jacob Gallegos, what up? Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Coming in here, Bopsy, coming in from YouTube. What do I do with Hawkinson? Help, please. Yo, man, <laughs> I have Hawkinson too. I, I just explained it with the tight end, though. You have to ride the wave. I know it's frustrating. But look, everybody's really happy about Mark Andrews today, aren't we? Right? Career day, 11 catches, over 100-plus yards, You know, two touchdowns, two um, uh, two-point conversions. Everybody loves Mark Andrews today. Did we for the first month? No. Right? Everybody loves Travis Kelsey. Has he had down weeks the last two weeks? Yeah. Right? George Kittle hasn't been George Kittle. Uh, Darren Waller had 19 targets in week one. He's been kind of obsolete the last month. Okay? Tight end is tight end. You have to get a guy who is going to give you big weeks, which Hawkinson will. You have to get a quarterback that likes the tight end, which Jared Goff does. You have to also um, find the consistency in the targets and the target share. There's nobody else in Detroit except for journeymen and rookie wide receivers. Why not go to TJ Hawkinson, right? DeAndre Swift is the focal point of the offense, but when it's not, it's TJ Hawkinson. I know it's been down weeks, but TJ Hawkinson can do what uh, Mark Andrews did last night, right? Anytime. So keep an eye on that. Keep him. I would not drop him. If you can trade him for something else, go ahead. But who are you going to trade him for? Maybe Waller because he's been down too? Fine. You're not going to get Kelsey. You're definitely not going to get Andrews at this point. I would hold steady on, on uh, TJ Hawkinson, but I'm I'm there with you. Okay, let's tune in here. Jacob Gallegos tuning in. Trade Najee Harris, Robert Woods for CMC. I have Henry, Derek Henry, I imagine. This is a double flex 10-man standard league. Wide receiver-wise, Ridley, Lamb, Higgins, A.J. Brown, Running backs, Moss, Williams. There's a bunch of Williamses, but I'm going to guess it's maybe Jamal. And Hubbard, did I win the trade? Traded Najee and Robert Woods. Okay, let's break this down here. For wide receivers, you have Ridley, Lamb, Higgins, and A.J. Brown, so you don't need Woods. I think that's a good move. Najee Harris is the number three running back in PPR. Um, to be honest, I didn't look in standard. I imagine he's much lower in standard, but he's probably top 10, I'm sure. Now you have Moss, Williams, and Hubbard. Najee Harris for CMC. So basically we're looking at CMC for Najee Harris because Woods is a wash in this. He's just a throwing piece. So Najee for CMC in a vacuum. Yeah, I love it because it's Christian McCaffrey, but we got to get him back healthy. So do I think you won the trade? Yes, I'm going to give it to you. Najee Harris, though, is that offense. And now Juju goes down. Those short area targets are going to go to Najee Harris even more. Robert Woods finally woke up on Thursday, right? If he continues to do that, and CMC has any hiccups here, you might lose this trade. On paper today, I like it because you can get CMC, but and you need running back help. The reality is you need running back help. But the, the question is, is it Najee or CMC moving forward? You got to go CMC, but Najee's playing excellent. So is Robert Woods. Honestly, man, I, I'll give you the, the W here, but um, it'll be interesting to look back on this in two or three weeks. Remind me in a couple weeks on this one, and we'll revisit, but this might be a wash. Also here, I think it's a fair trade though, which is important. Okay, Bobsy's back. Jacob's just offered. Um, oh, Jacob just offered, and I got declined. Uh, let's see. You want? I think you pick up a wide receiver off of waivers. I agree there. Let's go to Dennis. Half PPR. Let's see. Um, Sixteen, seventeen, most important. Aiming for. Uh, Damian Williams or Darrell Williams. Again, guys, I need more than this when you're doing this because there's too many names on that. Uh, Tony, Callaway, Booker, drop candidates. Hubbard, I have CMC. Okay, um, now there's a lot going on here, Dennis. I'm not exactly sure what you're asking. Let me see if I got more here. I have CMC and Gibson. I can trade Carson and Collins for A.J. Brown. I'm 5-0, and uh, aiming for the playoffs, scared of the Carson's injury, even with 70% of back. Okay, 
Um, I've seen him see him gives and trade. Yes, I would trade Carson and Collins for AJ Brown. So I would go do that one. And then up here, uh, same issue. I wouldn't, I would not tr- um drop Hubbard. I would drop uh 49ers DST. Um I would drop the 49ers DSC, keep New England, and then keep the uh, three running backs there just so you have the depth. Dennis, I hope I uh, answered that qu- uh, question properly. It was a lot to handle there. Okay, do I do this trade? I have Josh Jacobs, um, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, Goddard, and Diggs for Alvin Kamara, Pittman, and Knox. I would absolutely – let's see. Again, it's always hard to read these. I would If you're getting Kamara, Pittman, and Knox for Jacobs, Carson, Goddard, and Diggs, yes. I would get Kamara, Pittman, and Knox. Goddard's going to be out for a while. Carson is hit or miss, and without Russell Wilson, I don't trust him. I don't want Josh Jacobs on my roster no matter what. I know he scores touchdowns. Inefficiency is terrible. I told all of you that in the summer. I do not want Josh Jacobs. And then Stephon Diggs is an animal, but Pittman's been playing really well. We just talked about Dawson Knox, who could fill that tight end position, and Alvin Kamara, top 10 wide receiver in full PPR. I like that a lot. Okay, finally. We'll go here to R coming in from YouTube. Should I trade Goddard for Gaskin? Goddard and Gaskin for Hawkins in a full PPR. This is tough. We talked about all these guys here today. Um, I'm not crazy about Gaskin moving forward or Dallas Goddard with Zach Ertz uh, emerging here. I would keep Goddard. Uh, excuse me. I would uh, go with the TJ Hawkinson side here. So full PPR, I'd ride the wave. I would go with Hawkinson. Okay, I got to everybody's questions. I know that's a lot. I appreciate everyone tuning in for us. Thank you so much for hanging with me for a long, independent episode this week. I'm Scott Guasco, the host of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 470 in the books, just a couple weeks from 500. Let me know. Drop a comment if you had any special guests or any idea you think we should do for the 500th episode. We'll get ahead of that, and hopefully we can do something special. I appreciate you. We'll be back. For the rest of this week with all of your breakdowns with the rest of this crew. And, of course, jump in on Sunday for the Start Sit Show. Sunday morning right here on YouTube. And use that Super Chat feature or YouTube, or excuse me, Venmo uh, contribution to jump the line here. And we will get into that. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you, R. Thank you. Keep up the good work. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. It means a lot. We put in a lot of effort and uh, hard work on the show, and uh, we appreciate everybody always coming in for us. So thank you uh, for the midday mashup. And uh, on the podcast side, we'll be dropping this for you, and we appreciate everyone tuning in. Leave a five-star rate and review anywhere to listen to your Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Also, please leave a like, subscribe, and a follow on the fantasy-focused Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter pages as well. This episode and all episodes have been brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network and Bet Online. We want to give a shout out one more time to our sponsors at Cara Factor and the Jersey Jungle. We'll be back with you for the rest of the week. Breakdowns. I'm your host, Sky Guasco, and I am out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.